Hey, if you got your Bibles this morning, you can open them to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, we're going to be reading uh, verse 18 through 20. Uh, before we read this, uh, Paul is coming to the Corinthian church, to this group of people, and he's encouraging them. Uh, he's reminding them of some things. He's reminding some all-in believers on the things that they need to be all-in about because we have some Jews in the church trying to force some Greek people to be all in on their religious laws and their rules. And Paul's coming in and he's saying, hey guys, uh, we're all in on one thing, and that is Jesus. And so this morning as we read this, let's us understand that Paul is coming and bringing some correction and helping to make sure that this church is all in on the right things. I think there's some things that we can learn from Paul today. Here's what he says on the screen, verse 17. He says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, in other words, he's saying, hey, if you're all in on Jesus, you belong to Christ. So you don't have to be all in on the Jews' rules, but you have to be all in on Jesus. He says that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, the new has become. And all of this is a gift of God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And we have this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. Some of the old school people in the house, by the way, have a song that goes along with that. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Can we pray? Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your incredible, perfect word. God, it never leads us astray. God, I pray that you would open our hearts today, God, to hear exactly what you have to say. God, I pray that you would filter every word that comes out of my mouth. Let me be led by your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Father, that I am, because I am in you and you are in me. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated this morning. Hey, we're going to unpack this scripture in a moment. But before I do, I want to say, man, we have had an amazing kickoff to our fall season. This season, this series that we're in right now called All In, we're piggybacking on the heels of our last series uh, called Impact. If you want to know the heart of our church, I want to encourage you, go online, listen to that series. You will know what we are all about. And our All In series that we're uh, in the middle of right now is our invites, our call to people to be all in on the heart and the mission of this house. That we are not a people of attenders, but we are a people that are actively serving the vision that God has called us to serve. I want you to know something. Look at the person next to you. Now, this isn't every person in the room, but it's most people. <laughs> you are sitting next to some incredible people here today. Hey, you are sitting next to some really incredible people today. The people you are sitting next to today did some amazing things over the Impact Series. And we want to take a moment to celebrate them. We celebrated them last week. But I think it's important for us to make sure that we are clear about the vision of this house. And it's people taking action steps. Here are some incredible wins that we had in our series 
God, we see, as we kicked off the fall season, we had 20 new families join some C groups. These are people who are saying, hey, I am done just being a butt in the seat. I want to be an active part of the church. I did. I said it. And it wasn't B-U-T. It was actually B-U-T-T. I'm not just somebody who wants just to be another person in the seat. But I want to be actively engaging, giving my heart to the people in this body. I'm going to engage in a relationship. I'm going to give and I'm going to be given back to we also had a, a special offering as we were engaging in missions. We gave 20, over $20,000 for a special missions project in Yucatan, Mexico. Why? Because people said, I am all in. I'm not about just seeing Jesus be famous in my community and around me, but I want to see people reach for Christ around the world. That's all in people. Are you glad you're sitting next to people like that? Hey, we also saw, you can, you can clap and cheer and whatever you want to do. We also saw 32 people say, I'm going to join the discipleship track because I am all in on the mission of being a disciple of Jesus. You're sitting next to some really incredible people. Also, during that series, we had a team of people return from Moldova who went over to a part of our world that is very unreached for Christ. There's no uh, evangelistic church in that region. And we sent a group of people to partner with some local missionaries that are friends of ours that we support to go and begin to prepare the ground for an incredible move of God over in that region of the world. So that's who you're sitting next to today. You're sitting next to some incredible people. Hey, listen, would you give a huge hand to every person here today who has taken these steps and are just being active people saying, hey, I'm all in. I want to do something for Jesus. Hey, that's the kind of church that you are a part of. That's the kind of church you're a part of. Isn't that exciting to know that you're a part of people like that? Well, listen, if you're somebody who maybe has not taken any one of those steps, here's what we want to say to you. We're glad you're here. We're so glad that you took a gigantic step and said, I'm going to make a step and I'm just going to show up to church. Because for some people, that's a huge step. Uh, We know your presence here today is, I don't know why, but there's something that I trust about that church that I drive by called the Grace Place. And I'm going to trust them with my spiritual growth. And we take that very seriously here. And so we're honored that you're here with us today. We're going to continue in our series called All In. Pastor started it last week with five characteristics of all in people. Those characteristics were people who care deeply, people who help carry the load, people who cooperate with the leader's plan, uh, people who confront the obstacles. All in people complete their mission and all in people cast a spotlight on Jesus. We're going to add to this list today, and um, this, I wouldn't say, would be as much characteristics, but I would say that these would be more attributes or mindsets of all-in people. And uh, I understand today that there's three types of people listening to this message today. There are people who are like, I'm all-in. You're in a t-shirt right now, and maybe, maybe you might be in a t-shirt like this later on. Hint, hint. Um, We know that there are people who have recently just taken up the banner and said, man, I'm all in with Jesus. I'm going to serve the heart and mission of the Grace Place and this house. And I know that there's some people who are observing, uh, who maybe aren't even all in on a relationship with Jesus. And we're with you. We're glad you're here. And we're here to help you get all in. In this series, we are calling people to action, to action. Now, I want to do something a little different. We don't do this normally in services, but... 
if at any point I list something off or I mention something that makes you think to yourself, I want to be that kind of person. I want to be an all-in person like that. If at any point that thought occurs to you, I want you to grab your connection card that's in the seat pocket in front of you. And I want to put your name and email on the front. And then on the back, I want you to check the box down here that says volunteer. And I want you just to maybe just circle it. You don't have to check a specific one of those, but I just want you to circle it really big, okay? Because when we say all in, we're talking about people who are all in, people who are serving, people who are connected and taking action, okay? Here's why I don't want you to wait till the end of the service, because there might be something that hits you in the beginning that gets you really excited, and your heart dwanes a little bit towards the end of the message, and maybe that, that, that thing that the Holy Spirit is driving in you has kind of has tapered off a little bit and you're unsure. So that moment that you're sure and you say, I want that, just do it. Take action right then. Write your name down, circle your name out. I'll tell you what to do with the card at the very end of the service. Well, what was Paul saying in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17? He was saying, all in people, they know how to do some things. What do all in people know how to do? First of all, in your notes, Paul was saying, People who are all in, they are people who know. They know. They know some stuff. All in people know some stuff. What do they know? They know how to get through the really hard things of life. I'm not talking about small stuff. I'm not talking about a little financial hurdle or a little relationship hurdle. I'm talking about the uncomfortable stuff. The stuff that you don't want to put on social media until you've come through the other side. I'm talking about the stuff that that you're embarrassed and that you're shameful of sharing with other people because you're not sure how they are going to take your faults or you're not sure how they're going to take your dysfunction. I'm talking about all in people know how to get through really difficult stuff. This weekend I made a Facebook post and I asked people, I said, hey, I want you to tell me of a time where you went through something really, really hard. And I want you to tell me how you got through that really hard time. I started reading those stories. Some of you may have read those. I started reading those stories, and they were difficult. They were tough stories. I even got some personal uh, messages from people who were uncomfortable to put some stuff online. I read through some of those. They were tough. They were stories like stories of tragedy, the loss of marriages, betrayal in marriage, loss of kids, losing spouses, getting the news of cancer. There were stories of church staff members being hurt by their pastors and their leadership teams. And some of these individuals lost faith in the church. They lost faith in pastoral leadership. There were stories of people who battled with deep, deep depression and even suicide sitting in the seats of local churches. Now, I don't know about you, but that's hard stuff. I want you to know that All in people, we don't get a pass on the hard things of life. We don't get a pass on, uh, it's not an easy road when you sign up to serve Jesus. The road is difficult. The road is challenging. And I want you to know that when you're all in, it doesn't mean that you're not going to doubt because you might doubt a little bit. It doesn't mean that you might, you're never going to question your faith in God because you might question your faith in God. It doesn't mean you might not freeze up a little bit in the middle of that hard stuff because you may freeze up. But when the moment of clarity comes for you, all-in people know some things. What do all-in people know when they go through hard stuff? All-in people know who they 
are. They know who they are. Paul was encouraging that group of people. He was saying, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, he's saying, hey, you know who you are. If you belong to Christ, you know who you are. He's saying, if you're a believer and you're within the sound of my voice, I want you to listen up, all in people. When you belong to Christ, you belong to him. You're a believer in Jesus, no matter how hard life gets, no matter what you go through. Why? Because of you? No. Because his love is amazing. His love is radical, and it will love you through the deepest, darkest places of your life. All in people know that, so they know to hang on during hard times. All in people know he is for me. All in people know that he loved me before I was unlovable. He loved me before I believed. He loves me right now where I am. And no matter what season you find yourself in one day, he will love you then. He's going to love you through the joy, the good times, and he will love you through the hard times. All in people know that. You know, somebody who responded to the Facebook message that I had posted They quoted Oswald Chambers, and Oswald Chambers said this. He said, if we look at the deepest, darkest fact, and it changes God's character, then we don't know God. When we face storms in our life, we must remember that storms do not take God by surprise or change who God is. God is good. God is love, and he is for me. All in people cling to the word of God during hard times. And all in people, when they get a moment of clarity, they don't allow their circumstances to change who God is. They can still say, God is good. God is love. He is for me. He is on my side. He is with me in the middle of my fight, and they cling on to his word. Sometimes when it's really hard, they got to just cling on to the first thing they ever learned, like John 3.16, for God so loved the world. What is John 3.16 saying? It is saying, for God so loved the world just as it was, broken, frailed, messed up, hurt, lost, and separated from God. Just as that, God said, Jesus said, For God so loved the world, broken. Think back to the most broken moment of your life. Right there. Stop. Pause. I know. It's not fun. Pause. For God so loved you just as you were before you even knew Christ that he sent his one and only son to die for you. Isn't that good news? All in people know some things. They know who they are. And all in people also know what they are. As we continue to read in our scripture... The Bible says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a what? A new person. All in people know what they are. They know they are new. What does this mean? It means that whenever the memories of the past come back up, whenever the past mistakes come up, whenever present situations come and temptations come and hard roads come, they know I am not who I was. 
They know I don't let today define me. My hard road doesn't get to give me a new name and redefine me. They know I am a new creation. I am identified with Christ. He is my strong tower. And my situation doesn't change me, and it doesn't change who God is. Why? Because I'm a new creation. All in people know that. They know how to go through hard stuff and still understand and know that God is love and that he loves me. And that because he loves me, I'm a brand new creation. And life and people don't get to say whether I'm a new creation or not. Church is really good at doing that. They like to go, yep, he's a new creation. Nope. He was a new creation, but he's not anymore. These all-in people know some things. They know I am not perfect, but I'm being perfected. Aren't you grateful for that message, that good news? I'm not being perfect, but I am being perfected in Christ. Oh, although I am perfectly ready for heaven because I am a new creation. But Romans tells us in Romans 12 too that we're being perfected. And here's how we know that. The Bible says in Romans, don't copy the patterns and customs of this world. But what? But let God transform you. This transforming is the changing agent in our mind to help us to catch up to our spiritual reality of being perfect because our minds are not caught up to it. Just, I mean, just pause for a moment and think about that funky thought that you thought or that wrong thought that you thought recently. That's just evidence that you are being transformed to be made more and more like him. Transformed for what? So that we could be transformed to a new person, changing what? The way we think. See, some of you are waiting for perfection before you're all in. Some of you have been grown up in such a religious system that you are sitting back going, I have to be perfect to be a leader. I have to be perfect to serve. I have to be perfect. Well, by the way, if you are a saint and you've given your heart to Jesus, you are perfected spiritually and you are being perfected day by day as you walk this thing out. So don't wait till you walk it out perfectly to be all in. Just step forward and be all in and let God change you as you submit to him. All in people know some things that get them through the hard stuff in life. They know who they are, they know what they are, and they know why they are. They know why they are. I think this is one of the first things to leave believers after they've been serving Jesus for a long time. Why? Because one of the first things that leave my mind, because I get busy in the busyness of pastoring, I get busyness in my to-do list, and I'm reminded by God's word why I am. Let's look at our core text, 2 Corinthians 5. The old is gone, the new has come. We're a new creation in Christ Jesus, verse 18. And all of this is a gift of God who brought us back to Christ Jesus and has given us this task of reconciling people to him. We are not made believers and followers of Christ to attend church and to sit back. We are made believers of Christ and followers of Jesus. And when we are, God takes his hand and he gives us a task of reconciling people back to him. Your sons and daughters your neighbors, your extended family members, your co-workers. All in people know some things. They know that I am here for a purpose. And that purpose is to 
be God's hands to help people to be reconciled back to him in relationship with him. It's amazing. Jesus wants to settle his account with the world and his people, and he wants to do it through you. That's what all in people are about. They're about taking up this mission, becoming a Christ follower, and helping people come back to a relationship with Jesus Christ. We don't have to do this. We get to do this. What an honor it is to share in this incredible ministry with God. So we're talking about all-in people today. All-in people are people who know some stuff. They know who they are. They know what they are, and they know why they are. Next, all-in people are people who believe. People who believe. People who believe. Listen, this volunteer uh, pull that we're making right now, this, this invite that we're making to you to be all in on the mission and vision, we're not looking for people just to be ushers and greeters and teach Sunday school classes. We're looking for people with deep convictions that know who they are and people who believe. What do they believe? Well, we believe this. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work in us. Why? To him be the glory in the church and Jesus Christ through all generations. What is this scripture saying? It is saying all in people are people who will believe the impossible. All in people are people who are committed to believing God's word that he will do. Think about it. I know we're in church. You might be thinking, hey, you're talking to a a, a lot of people who are already all in, Sean. I know, but I also know that I'm talking to some broken all in people. I know that I'm talking to some all in people who have been wanting to see God do some things in their life for a long time. And they haven't seen it through yet. And all in people are all in people who believe in your notes He will do it in me. More than you can ask, think, or imagine. What are you saying, Sean? I'm saying that all in people believe no matter what they see with their eyes. All in people, if they were believing that God would do a healing in their marriage, but yet they don't see the healing, they are holding on and still believing no matter what they see. That all in people say, I believe God will do more than I can ask, imagine, think in me, in the relationship between me and my children, or between me and my parents. And no matter what I see with my eyes, I'm going to believe, and I'm not going to quit believing because he is faithful. All in people believe that no matter what freedom they're looking in their life, no matter what sin they have in their life or hindrance they have in their life that they've been begging God to take from them, no matter how hard the fight is, they are still hanging on to the changing truth to God's word. And when they don't see it, they still believe that he will do exceedingly far above what we can ask, imagine, or think. That's the kind of people that we're talking about today. People who are into believing that God can still do in me amazing things. We're also talking about people who believe that God will do amazing things through me. Say, through me. All in people are all about God doing amazing things through them. Not to give them glory, but to give God glory. That they believe that God can use me as a changing agent in someone else's life. They believe that he can do more 
than we can ask, think, or imagine. I want you to think about that one person in your life that you're thinking, they will never step foot through the doors of a church. I, there's no way, I mean, if there's anybody on earth that is open to religion, that is open to God, that is open to walking through the, the doors of a church, I want you to think about that person. All in people are people who believe that God can use me to reconcile even that person to him. It's not just a call to be a volunteer and, and boost up the volunteers at the Grace Place. It's a call for people to step up and stand up and be the gospel, live the gospel message, the message of reconciliation, bringing people back to Christ. Why do we do all this? So we get the credit, so we can say, yeah, woohoo, look at all these volunteers. Why do you do it? So you can get the credit, so people, you can just put another notch on your belt for another person that, that you uh, brought to salvation. No. Paul says, we do this in Ephesians 3.20, to him be the glory. To him be the glory. Jesus tells us in John verse 12, chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus says, when I am lifted up from the earth, what will he do? I will draw all men unto myself. When the grace place is all in and we're all into the message of reconciliation and when it happens, we give all the credit to Jesus and we lift him up, God will draw all people unto himself by drawing them to you. Are you glad to be a part of a church like that? Are you, are you glad that we're, we're a group of people that we're all about the mission? Lastly, all in people. We're people who know, we're people who believe, and all in people are people who serve. People who serve. Matthew 20, verse 28 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others so much that he actually gave his life as a ransom for many. You know, there, I, I want to tell you of a, a story of a good friend of mine. This man I'm talking about, I, I think he's a, a spiritual giant. I think that he is way far uh, beyond in spiritual maturity compared to his actual age. He, he stands far above many leaders and people that uh, are in his age bracket. After spending some time with this guy, one day... He, we were in our office together, and he looked at me, and he asked me a question. He said, how can I serve you? I didn't really quite understand what his intentions were or what he was trying to get from me uh, in that conversation. And, and this guy, whenever he asks you a question, which he loves to ask questions, and he thinks that you don't understand what he's asking, he asks it again. And he looked at me again, and he said, how can I serve you? What was he saying? He was saying, how can I serve you specifically with the talents, the giftings, and the abilities that God has given me? How can I serve you, accomplish what God has put in your heart for his kingdom and for you personally? How can I serve you? How can I help keep you accountable to the task that God has called you? How can I pray for you so that you can be lifted up when you're struggling? How can I help use my talents, giftings, and abilities to accomplish the vision and mission that God has put in your heart? I am here to serve you well. All in people are people who serve well. Romans 12, 6 says, His grace has given us different gifts for doing certain 
things well. Doing certain things well. Doing certain things well means using our giftings in a way that satisfies or fulfills the need at hand. It means hitting the target every time. It means fulfilling what needs to happen. All in people are people who are ready to do a good job with their gifts. Hitting the target. Not sometimes, but always. Always being there to encourage. Always being there to challenge. Always being there to give your expertise with your gift and give your talents with your gift to accomplish the goal or the task at hand. Whether that's in a personal discipleship relationship with somebody or whether that's accomplishing the mission of a specific ministry of this church or the overarching heart and vision of this house. They are people who say, I am here to serve well. People who are here to serve well, they are, are open to growing in their gift. They're open to feedback on how they use their gift. They're actively pursuing the strengthening of their gifting so that they can serve well. Romans lists a, a bunch of different gifts, and you may recognize some of these. If you don't know what your gifts are, Romans says, well, hey, God has given the gift of hospitality to people. This gift can be used for all-in people to serve as a C-group leader, to serve at the coffee bar by joining one of our first impression teams like ushers, parking, greeters. Why? So that you can make people feel welcome and loved and cared for. Another gifting that Romans says is the gift of prophecy. This is a gift that encourages and comforts people. This is a great gift to use as a if, if you are somebody who says, I want to be all in on the discipleship track and I want to begin to disciple people. Use that gift. One of the other gifts is the gift of teaching. Man, join our kids department. Teach our kids. Connect with a, one of the cultivation classes. You got that gift. Grow that gift and use that gift. Is it leadership? Romans lists out the gift of leadership. Use it to serve as a leader in this church. Use it to be a volunteer director. Use it to coach. Use it to train. Use it to equip people and teams. We're looking for leaders. Let us not be a church where the gifts of God go unused. Let us be a church with people who are all in on the mission. 2 Corinthians 12 and 15, Paul says this, I will gladly spend myself for you. What was he saying in your notes? Paul was saying, all in people are people who serve willingly. They serve willingly. Paul said, I am glad to spend myself for you. I am willing, I want to spend my gifts, my talents, and my abilities on you so that we can accomplish something great for the kingdom. We have some incredible all-in people here in this church. Is there anybody here that is willing to be all-in on the mission of reconciling people back to Christ because that's what we are all in. That's what we're about. That's what we do. When you serve here at the Grace Place and you're a part of one of our teams, that's the kind of person that you are. People who know who they are. People who believe for more than they can ask, think, or imagine. And people who are serving well. Our takeaway is this, that God has reconciled me to him. By the way, aren't you glad that somebody else decided to be all in? to be a part of your reconciling back to Jesus. The greatest thing we can do for somebody else is to be that agent for someone else. I have a new task. 
I will serve well. I am all in.